Today is June 15th, and you're listening to This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online. Powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura. I'm Joe Roderick. The Cardinals have a long history of making trades to bring in big names. Paul Goldschmidt being the most recent prior to the 2019 season. But it was on this day back in 1983, the Cardinals shocked the baseball world by trading away one of the game's best players in the prime of his career. June 15, 1983. How can we forget that day? Because the Cardinals trade former MVP Keith Hernandez to the New York Mets for a pair of right-handed hurlers, Neil Allen with that big curveball, and Rick Owenby, who we barely knew. Well, those guys had had the great arms, and uh, they didn't. The rest of the package didn't come quite as complete, especially in Owenby's case. Uh, he was one of the Southern California surfer dudes. It looked like you know and he had some wonderful stuff, but he just didn't quite get an Allen. <clears throat> Was, was pretty good for 83 and 84. He did some starting, did some relieving. And then, start of 85, after Suter had signed with the Braves in the offseason, the season opened in New York, and Allen blew the first two games to the Mets and walk-off wins for the Mets, and he was out of the closers role uh, not too long after that. And when Roddy went to bullpen by committee until Todd Worrell showed up on the last day of August. As for Hernandez, uh, we later learned that there was some drug issues involved and he was sort of why he was forced to make that trade really um, I think he he tried to get Ray Knight initially from Houston and that didn't seem to work out so he got the best he could for for Hernandez and, and talent wise or maybe raw talent wise it looked like a pretty good deal but it was actually awful one of the worst in our lifetime for sure yeah Current Cardinal broadcaster John Rooney was calling minor league games in 1983 and remembers Rick Owenby well. I really enjoyed being around Rick Owenby. Uh, he had a terrific amount of talent. Uh, had a great start to his career with the Mets in A and double A ball. And then uh, he had some marginal successes at the big league level with the Mets and not very much with the Cardinals. And and I asked him, I, I said, uh, are you uh, upset that you're still down here at the minor league level? And he said, uh, no, no, but I'm really pitching. I'm hoping for a chance, and that's all you can ask for is a chance. And he was delighted that Whitey Herzog gave him that opportunity. And like anyone else, he would have uh, liked to have done better at the big league level, but he got that opportunity. And uh, I, I recall he was a, a delightful guy to be around, and, and he was a tough competitor. But that was pretty difficult deal with Neil Allen and Ombi coming over for a guy who shared the MVP with Willie Stargell in 1979, Keith Hernandez. And to this day, Keith Hernandez one of the best first basemen I've ever seen. It would take a few years for the Cardinals to recover from that trade, missing the playoffs in 83 and in 84 before making it to the World Series in 1985. Hernandez would win the Gold Glove in 83, which at the time was his sixth in a row on his way to 11. And he was a vital part of the Mets 1986 World Series Championship. Hernandez was inducted into the Mets Hall of Fame in 1997, but still hasn't been voted into the Cardinals Hall of Fame in St. Louis. This is This Day in Cardinal History on Claves Online, powered by Ameren, Illinois, and driven by Munganas St. Louis Acura. 
Right now through July 6th, Munganas Acura wants to show their appreciation to all first responders and healthcare workers by offering them $750 towards buying or leasing a new 2020 Acura. For details, contact Munganas St. Louis Acura today. Have you subscribed to the podcast yet? Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, and Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and add us to your list. You'll get brand new content delivered to your phone each and every day. For Claims Online, I'm Joe Roderick. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We love talking to the president and chairman of Ameren, Illinois. He is Richard Mark. Emergency Operations Center acts as kind of a central command center, and everything is dictated from there. They tell the crews that are out in the field where to go, where the main breakers are to go to to de-energize the line, and then they verify that that line is closed, and they're able to tell five, six, seven hundred people that are working out in the field exactly where to go to make the proper repairs to get our system back on in a storm situation. 